coming this Saturday, there will be blood. Head to mybookie.ag and get in on the UFC first blood promotion. When any fighter on the main card bleeds, you win. The second you see blood, cha-ching, you get paid. With this bet centered around five main card bouts, including two title bouts, you know the octagon won't stay dry for long, so take advantage of this opportunity to make some easy money with my bookie. Nick Diaz has bled in three of his last four fights. Robbie Lawler is a leaky faucet, so you know by the end of his five-round rematch, blood will be spilled. Head to my bookie now and use my promo code ZABE. Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo, and start off with a double deposit bonus. That's promo code ZABE to double your money so you can double your winnings with MyBookie. And that's not all. If you deposit now, you'll also get a free entry into MyBookie's $50,000 NFL Survivor Pool. That's a double deposit bonus, free money on the UFC, and a free shot at fifty grand. That's what I call a winning season. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash zabe. Today on the ZabeCast, would you pay 10 grand for a dating coach? Apparently, some women in New York City are doing just that. NBA news is a poppin'. Ben Simmons has thrown down the gauntlet in Philly. J.J. Redick retires and is stealing a catcher's wristband, technically cheating. Notorious J.A.Y. joins me tonight, so your 45-minute no-bullshit rump is ready to go. So buckle up, and let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Wednesday, September 22nd, 2021. Thank you for downloading. Let's get cracking. Hey, ma, ma, I'm 15 minutes of fame, famous, sort of, on ESPN. Packers win on Monday Night Football. They were trailing 17-14 to at the break, and then they come out and rattle off 21 unanswered. The two big throws being a 50-yard laser from Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams down the right sideline on third down and 12 when the game was in the balance, and then a whistling, incredible, over-the-middle seam pass to big Bob Tunyon for a touchdown, and that really made the difference. Those two plays plus Jared Goff, when his team was down 21-17, failing to see not one, not two, but three Wide open wide receivers in the middle and the right side of the formation. Instead, locking on on a fourth and one uh, to his only receiver on the left side, which I think was Cephas, 
and tried to throw a difficult back shoulder fade against tight coverage from uh, the rookie Stokes, and it was incomplete. It's like, that's the difference. See, Jared Goff is a one-slash-one pick who got paid $100 million. And the gap between him and Rodgers is still huge. And so if you are an anti-Rodgerite, Rodgerite, just remember, the day he's gone is the day you jump into the soup of quarterbacks who aren't as good as Rodgers at everything. And that's not just throwing bullets on target. It's about reading the field, getting you into the right formation, using every tool he has to move the chain and to make the simple throws look simple because he saw the simple throws because Jared Goff didn't see the simple throws. And the Mannings on the Manning cast were perplexed. Hey, that's the difference. The greats see it all. The goods see it sometimes. Anyway, Aaron Jones had himself quite the night. I survived Team Lincoln near-death experience. Absolutely incredible. This is why Church's format, his proprietary, he owns the format of fantasy football, is so damn good. Every week can be an absolute heart stopper. And of course, I'm there at the bottom. I'm watching guys pass me, pass me, pass me, pass me. One of the guys I thought I surely would beat, he only had one player going last night. That was Aaron Jones. He needed 33 points in order to pass me. And I go, eh, he's not going to get 30. Wait a minute. He might actually. And of course he did. But uh, Big Mike ended up getting chopped because he had Rodgers, who had a great game, Devontae Adams, or excuse me, Rodgers, MVS, and DeAndre Swift, the running back for the Lions. He gets DeAndre Swift to give some points late, but not enough. And then Rodgers on a third and two with the game completely out of reach at 31-17, overthrows MVS on what would have been the back-breaking touchdown. I would have died. He would have survived. And that was that. There was also another pass to DeAndre DeAndre Swift later that was in the the ground. (laughs) And he missed Oh, my God. This is the fun of, uh, of of guillotine fantasy. That said, my team sucks, and they'll be eliminated very soon. Yeah, can you tell us more? Nobody cares. No, literally everybody doesn't give a shit. Okay. Anyhow, back to the main headline. That is Aaron Jones. Uh, scored four touchdowns, three in the air, one rushing, and he lost his necklace containing the ashes of his late father who died just this past year from COVID-19 complications. He carries that necklace around. It's got his ashes inside a little tiny black football. He lost it in the end zone after his one-yard touchdown run, and he joked after the game, he said, well, if it's lost there for good, I'm sure that's where my dad would want to be. Well, lo and behold, when we had Aaron Jones on as part of a regularly scheduled and paid appearance with us, uh, he admitted First thing on Tuesday morning that this uh, athletic trainer by the name of Flea, nicknamed Flea, for the Green Bay Packers, found the necklace. Now, it's very tiny, so you're thinking it's the size of like an uh, uh, M&M, peanut M&M almost. He found it, but it wasn't until like 1.45 a.m. And so we got Aaron Jones to give us that story on the air. And it then went sort of viral because nobody else had access to Aaron Jones. When everyone left Lambeau Field last night, the the item had not been found. And so this great human interest story was left hanging like, did he find the necklace? And so 
our show just happened to be the one that broke the news. And so suddenly, Josh, my producer, is getting all kinds of requests for, can we use this audio? Can we da-da-da-da-da? And he smartly said, just make sure to credit the Steve Zabin show on 97.3 The Game. So somebody sent me a link to the audio of the NFL live show with the lovely Laura Rutledge uh, telling the story. And somebody who tweeted this, they said, your name sounds so hot when she says it. Jones told our Lisa Salters during the game that he lost his football-shaped necklace somewhere in the end zone that contained his father's ashes who passed away in April. This morning on the Steve Zabin Show 97.3, the game in Milwaukee, Jones offered an update thanks to one of the team's trainers. Listen to this. Did the grounds crew find your necklace? So actually, our trainer, Brian Eagles, fleet, um, he, he went out there and found it. But we found it, so we're, we're perfect. He was out there, I mean, thank you, thank you to him. He was out there like 145. Really? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, it shows how much they care about us. Man, I'm not sure that some of these people who do this work for these teams get enough credit. That's ah, good stuff there, isn't it? Somehow, the people at ESPN knew how to say my name. Sorry the audio was so low there. It's the best I could get. I need to get a clean copy of that audio because, hey man, it's the only time Laura Rutledge is ever going to say my name, pretty much. Remarkable text that big big dog, not big dog, but uh, Dave Portnoy, El Presidente of Barstool, put out reportedly, purportedly, I should say, from Aaron Rodgers. And I just want to read it because it looks genuine. And to me, if it is genuine, it's remarkable in terms of what it says about the state of the sports media landscape. Good or bad, it's rather remarkable. Here's what Aaron Rodgers apparently uh, texted to Dave Portnoy. Uh, The head of Barstool Sports continues to grow in stature on the current, modern, always evolving media landscape in sports. Rodgers tweeted I guess a while ago, this is Wednesday, 1124 a.m. It looks like it doesn't have a date, but he tweets, Big Cat, who's a big Packer fan, is wondering, are you trying to take the Packers down from within? Actually, Big Cat's a Bears fan. Bears fan, my bad. Went to Wisconsin, he's a Bear fan. Big Cat is wondering, are you trying to take the Packers down from within? His words, not mine, texted Portnoy. I think you just don't care. Comment? Rogers then says, miss you, Dave. Portnoy, ha, ha, ha. Rogers, can't believe Big Cat still has a vendetta against me after all these years and the Barstool Fund. Rogers participated in the Barstool Fund to help support struggling businesses during the peak of the pandemic to stay alive. Uh, Portnoy, you've hurt him a lot. Rogers, I wish him love and peace. And then love to you and BC, meaning Big Cat. I'm going to take that exchange as genuine because it sounds on point. It sounds like what an exchange would be. And I just want to step back for a second. I just want to think about this. Dave Portnoy and Barstool is so big, is so has so much credibility in the 
the current sports media culture with the most important people, the most high-profile athletes, that Aaron Rodgers would have a fun and lighthearted back and forth with Portnoy about whether Rodgers is trying to take the Packers down from within. And for all that people give shit to Rodgers about, give him credit for not being too hung up on himself that he could go back and forth about, you know, I can't believe he still got a vendetta, and then says, I wish him love and peace and love to you in BC. Miss you, Dave. That sort of exchange right there. It tells me that Rodgers enjoys the sort of vibe and attitude and angle that Barstool has taken, where they can talk about things in a way that is perhaps, I'm trying to think of the word, they can talk about things like, is Rodgers trying to internally sabotage the Packers? A very serious charge. But I'm sure the way that Big Cat would have said it, and because of his personality, because of the type of podcast he and uh, PFT Commenter have, it's a serious charge but made pretty unseriously, or at least not self-righteously. Not made in the way that somebody on ESPN would make such a charge in which they really believe it. I think Aaron Rodgers is trying to bring down the Packers from within. It's sort of a thing a guy would say, like, what, is he trying to fuck the team from within? And so you can actually sort of laugh with it and laugh it off. Like, I know you don't really think that, but I can see how somebody might say that and not get all butt-ass hurt about it, especially if you've done stuff to help raise a lot of money for Barstool, which Rodgers did. It's remarkable considering where Barstool was five years ago and even before that. And I compare it to Deadspin. Deadspin had its moment, and Deadspin was bitterly jealous of the rise of Barstool. And there was a period where the two crossed, one on the way up, the other on the way down, and they sniped at each other. But you know, you, you may not like Barstool. You may not think much of Portnoy. I respect the hell out of him. It's crazy what he has done and what the company has become. But it's a major force on the sports landscape. Hello. Hello, Jay. We have got stuff to talk about today. And I got a rousing FTG as well. How you doing? I am doing fine. Thank you for asking. Very good then. How's the trucking industry treating you these days? Busier, busier each day. It's like the trucks keep coming, right? Trucks have to come, trucks have to go, trucks need to be loaded, they got to be coordinated, they got to be unloaded, they got to be weighed, they got to be inspected, they got to be maintained. You want to hear something, well, not bizarre, because there's a shortage of everything, but my company is giving out $20,000 bonuses for new drivers. Wow. And not spread out, like in the first three months you get the 20000 Kapow. Okay. Yeah. I better go yeah. learn how to drive a truck. Yeah. Drive an 18-wheeler. There you go. <laughs> Living on the road, baby. I could get a That's CB, right. and I'll get my own handle. Like, Where you at? What you hauling? You where? can do your own game oh. by yourself. <laughs> It'll be a, I'll be a SI Where Are They Now issue edition. Where is he now? 
<laughs> well, he, yeah. he used to do a radio show and he would have caller, truckers call him under the segment of where you at, what you're hauling. Now he's the one calling in. <laughs> yes. You can call TJ the Rock. I'm east of. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, I'm I'm that's 50 a, miles. Scott Jackson. <laughs> I'm I'm 50 miles east of Moab, Utah, and I'm hauling light toilet products or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that, that that happens. Yes. All right. So while we're talking about life on the road, do you care about this Gabby Petito story? I- I didn't know what that was till yesterday. I, I was speaking to but our mutual friend, Mark Stern, and he filled me in. I knew nothing about this story. Why do we care? Why should I care? Oh, you, because it's a pretty white woman vanished. That's Thank why. You. Right. The catnip. It is irresistible yes. catnip for media. It's like Natalie Holloway in a room. Jean Benet Ramsey. <laughs> yes, exactly. We're still. Trying to figure that out. Yes. What other what other attractive white females can you name by because I just gave you there Natalie Holloway. Who else would be one of the more notable that's, ones? If that, you can think of them, let me know. But yeah, okay, so yeah. so they were living the van life. He was a piece of shit. Uh the thing I think that makes it dramatic is that the cops intercepted them hours and let before him go. hours before he killed her. A motorist allegedly called the police to say, hey, I just saw a case of domestic violence and they're in a white van headed this direction. So they had all this information. They stop them. She's clearly upset. And he's like, no, we just had an argument. And they apparently forgot or didn't care or didn't know about the report of domestic violence. And they're like, all right, well, you two kids work it out. Get a lot of road ahead of you. So stop for some drinks if you get tired. Drive safe. Right. Went, then he murders her. Then he murders her. The Grand Tetons, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then he murders her. I'm sorry. Then he may have murdered Allegedly. her. Allegedly. <laughs> and and then the FBI doesn't close ranks around him to say, yeah, you're a person of interest, so we've got eyes on you. Don't go anywhere. Now he's and gone. Now, now he's gone. Do you know the average length of stay? He's on the America's Most Wanted list now. I saw so a stat good. about this. Do you know what the average length of stay on the America's most wanted list is in terms of months? Oh, my, 11? It's like 148. I was going to say like... It's like, like 10 years. I was going to... Yes. I we're, we're sometimes not... The one that they always catch somebody in the first... Two to three months, though, is if you kill a police officer. I ain't saying nothing. I'm just I'm pointing sorry. that out. I, uh, hold kill on a, a second. I, I exaggerated. It's only seventy months. Oh, so okay. in other words, in other words, five plus years, almost six years is the average. So half are under, half are over. You do the math. They might be looking I, for this asshole for a long time. A guy I went to high school with. Uh, was arrested in a uh, FBI drug raid. I think he, I'm going to say he had like over six or seven million dollars in pills, ecstasy, weed, and heroin. And he somehow escaped and went to Canada for like four years. Wow. Till he was, till he was caught. Yeah. yeah. Great. Great private school. It's, it's great for everybody. <laughs> All right. 
New York City online dating coach costs $10,000. You're an idiot. You're an idiot if you pay for that. That's not, that's not even a story. That's just stupidity. This woman, uh, whose name is Amy Nobile, left her 20-year marriage to become an online dating coach during the pandemic. She is 53 years old herself. Oh, wow. Quite lovely. Comes up. She's quite images. She's quite lovely as a 53 year old, well kept woman, now divorcee. And she decided to offer her services up for other women to help them land a man. And her rate is $10,000. But don't worry, you get four months and an iPad with that. I would love to see. You looking her up right I would, now? No, I, I, I'm looking her up. I would love to see who pays for this. Well, they've got people this, this quoted. Like the, they got people quoted. Like the movie Hitch. <laughs> right. They got, they got people quoted here. Uh, first of all, it's New York City, where people do dumb shit with their money. A lot of money, right? So a 35-year-old New Yorker by the name of Sarah, not her real name, said that after, years of, after a year of disastrous digital dating... Uh, she was ready to deactivate her accounts, but then turned to Ms. Nobile and paid her the ten grand for help. And she says that, you know what? It has made a huge difference. Uh, Nobile says, once my clients make that investment, I give them the tools they need to make quality, romantic connections with people they meet online. We worked together for four months. <laughs> Hence the name, Toll. Right. Tools. Yes. Exactly. Yes. yes. Uh, um, <clears throat> she says, get this. I love this part. Nobile also schedules professional photo shoots for her clients oh, God. and works with them on their flirting techniques for a photo shoot. So when I see you, I can go, this doesn't look like you. <laughs> right. <Yes. laughs> when you, when you finally meet, you go, I don't what, how come this doesn't right you're yeah. holding it up you're like yeah it was a lot of makeup a lot of lighting a five thousand dollar camera and a professional yeah. photog um, yeah that, that's good started off with a ruse yeah she she works with them on their flirting techniques for in-person dates she teaches clients to practice their flies which i am i assume it's a dating word she coined which i assume is in reference to fishing you know a fly to sort of catch the attention. Do you know what? Yeah. Do you know what one of her flies are? She says oh, this she has, ought to be wonderful. She says she has people. Co- she has her clients coyly gaze into a potential partner's eyes for three seconds while flashing a flirty smirk. This would have been a wonderful guest for. The first team on Fox, you would have you would have eaten that up. <laughs> I, I would I would have would it have that. ended I would have booked this. Would it have ended in her hanging up on us because I made fun of her? Um, more than likely, or you hanging up on her. One of the two. <laughs> That's even money. Real amazing. Even money. Yeah, you would have hung up on her, or she would have hung up on. But you I know, know what? I don't know. She's she's pretty hot. It's hard to hang you up did. on hot chicks. We had a couple that were, what was the kid? Her last name was Schlesinger. 
Oh, Debbie, Debbie Schlussel. Debbie She was a wackadoo, but she loved coming on. I know. She was a, a conservative political pundit who also did sports. Yes, yes. She oh Debbie yes. Schlussel. <laughs> never turned down never turned down a she always yeah. said yes. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, big network uh, gig. By the way, the new morning show on Fox Sports Radio, Scott and I and and your old apartment complex has been sold to LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox. <laughs> Whoever is running the shop over there, you just, how can I fail? I know. I'll, I'll get LeVar Arrington and Brady Quinn for a morning show. Yeah, that, that's going to work out well. It, they've got a name for the show, Jay. Piece of crap? <laughs> no? Two, Sorry, what is it? Two pros and a Joe. Two pros, that'd be Quinn and Arrington and a Joe, as and in some, Jonas Knox. <laughs> So, and somebody sat down with with about eight people, and that's the name they came up with. Oh, it's radio, gotta... ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> like radio. There you go. <laughs> it's got to have a kitschy, catchy name, right? What did? Do, do what you know? Did... Do you know who? Do you know who is the guy still there? Don Martin. He was oh, he was quoted as saying, "This provides us with one of the most dynamic morning shows in all of America." Blah blah blah. And guess what? He he might actually be right compared to what ESPN is. Excuse me, is doing. Pardon me. Who's a, who's on their morning? Wait a minute. Oh, well, the, Zubin oh, Zubin Mahenti is out. It's now Jay Will, along with Max Kellerman and Keyshawn. Yes, Jay Jason Williams, who has the charisma of a fly. <laughs> Don't know why he's on a morning show. I Keyshawn doesn't bug me, and Max Kellerman. <laughs> well, Keyshawn's I, Keyshawn is a uh, he's a he's a Trojan, so of course. I, no, not even that. I, he just he doesn't. I mean, he does. He. I have no thoughts on Keyshawn one way or the other. Is what I mean. I do have Jason Williams though, who has said, "Well, he still he wasn't canceled after his stupid little stunt." Where wait a minute, what who did he call out and then said I was hacked? Who was this again? Oh Jason Williams yeah. or or I'm sorry, oh. Jay Will, whatever. Yes. It, it was about it was about the new coach of the Celtics not being a black guy. Right, right. Then he did then he said all of a sudden I was, I was hacked. hacked, right? Even though yes. hello, Russell, uh or uh not Russell, but uh, uh yeah. Uh Bill Russell. Head coach of the Celtics, yeah. black. Yeah. Casey Jones. Casey Jones, head coach, yeah. black. Doc yeah. Rivers, black. black. <laughs> yes. Yeah he, you, yeah, he was like, they need to hire their first black. Yes, that's what it was. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I here, see. And the, here, here's, and the, the, here's the quote on the morning show for Fox. The Fox Sports Radio family was so proud when Clay Travis was chosen to team up with Buck Sexton to continue the tradition of excellence created by Rush Limbaugh, said Don Martin, Senior VP of Sports Programming for Premier Radio Networks. At FSR, we make a commitment to each of our affiliates to deliver the best national sports lineup in the country 24-7. Clay's departure left a hole in our roster, but today we proudly continue that commitment as we serve up a breakfast of champions with the launch of two pros and a cup of joe. Yeah, there you go. Radio, everybody. Don Martin working his way into the middle. 
Don, Don Martin, who is married to the woman who runs the entire radio cluster for Premier, not Premier, but for I guess would be Clear Channel, which is now actually um, who's the what are they? What's their conglomerate? Odyssey. Now? No, that's Entercom. It all switches. But anyway, he married well, and he's still doing his thing. And good luck to them. I yeah. I don't mind Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn's a nice guy. Lavar, I've never met, but he had a run in. You never met Lavar once he or did. twice. Once oh, he did a lot. In fact, Albert I. Galdi and I did a did a afternoon with Lavar. Okay, and how are you with Lavar? Uh, actually, Lavar Lavar has seen me out and always is very nice and acknowledges me. And yeah, he did he did a whole like week. It was. I, I think the, La, yes. I think Lavar is real. I think he yeah. can float above the bullshit. He knows there's a lot of bullshit out there. So, Serena Williams. Oh. Couldn't land her though, couldn't finish it. Well, not yeah. Well, he told stories. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Give it to me one. No, please, no, 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 no. I can't. No, no. It'll never get I out. Can't. Nobody yeah. listens oh, yeah. to this podcast. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Fuck Carol. Sorry, I got. Carol, oh yeah, I'm sorry. A, this just I'm in. A, Carol, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Fuck oh, you. You're hating. I just saw a story that just came across my Twitter feed. Yeah. Would you like? <laughs> Do you have a breaking news sound that you can put in before I say this? Because this is, uh, you probably have already heard this. Robert Griffin III opened to playing for the WFT. QB is still training and would like to play in the NFL again, would be open to returning to Washington per Adam Schefter. Breaking news to the newsroom right now. Uh, Robert Griffin III is still delusional as fuck. We go now down to our Tracy Saunders live for more details on this. Tracy? Uh, yes, uh, Robert has sucked in the last several years. He has r- held a clipboard on the sideline, and whenever he's gotten into the game, he has proven that he both sucks and is very injury-ridden. So the fact that he's still delusional thinking he can play in this league despite having a low-level broadcast job on TV is no surprise to residents in this Back neighborhood. Back to you. Back to to you in the studio. <laughs> Sorry to derail, but that came across that I just had to chuckle to myself. I mean, once you start begging, it's like, come oh, on. Yeah, he, yeah, he has nothing. He has nothing to do. That's literally what that says. I have nothing to do. Yeah. Coming this Saturday, there will be blood. Head to mybookie.ag and get in on the UFC first blood promotion. When any fighter on the main card bleeds, you win. The second you see blood, cha-ching, you get paid. With this bet centered around five main card bouts, including two title bouts, you know the octagon won't stay dry for long, so take advantage of this opportunity to make some easy money with my bookie. Nick Diaz has bled in three of his last four fights. Robbie Lawler is a leaky faucet, so you know by the end of his five-round rematch, blood will be spilled. Head to my bookie now and use my promo code ZABE. Charlie, Zulu, 
Alpha, Bravo Echo, and start off with a double deposit bonus. That's promo code ZABE to double your money so you can double your winnings with MyBookie. And that's not all. If you deposit now, you'll also get a free entry into MyBookie's $50,000 NFL Survivor Pool. That's a double deposit bonus, free money on the UFC, and a free shot at fifty grand. That's what I call a winning season. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Anyway, so where so we got oh yeah, so Don Martin. So yeah, Don Donnie Martin. So and Brady Quinn was really cool when we Scott and I talked to him at the Super Bowl one year down in I can't remember, you know, it's like we were all in these big convention halls in the radio mosh pit in the card table room of shame yes. and depression. And I can't remember which city it was, but but Quinn was still playing for the Browns at the time. So he did the rounds, and and he was cool. He was a he was a very real guy, you know, very I'm, handsome, I'm sure very he good was. looking, I'm sure, great yes, body. I'm sure he was, and 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 looked like he could be a pro prospect and drafted late first round, right? And yeah. couldn't play. That's the he craziest was, thing. He could play at Notre Dame and was really good. He couldn't play on Sundays though. Was that the one that Bino Cook said he'd win uh, at least two Heisman's? Or do I have that wrong? Mm, or that I, was Ron Pallas. That was Ron, Ron Pallas. Pallas. I'm Pallas sorry. Exactly. That was Ron Pallas. Sorry. Super sky point to Bino Cook, my friend. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I could probably find that Ron Pallas three Heismen's Bino Cook. One of the iconic hot takes from once upon a time. Well, look, uh, I want to thank Notre Dame and uh, Florida State for getting our mind off NAFTA. I mean, that's all week NAFTA. Now we have this football. Oh, if only NAFTA, the North American free trade agreement was a, was a concern. <laughs> the think of the shit yeah. we're worried about now that NAFTA yeah. made it onto ESPN. NAFTA, a, at one time. Yes. Yeah, was our NAFTA was big enough to bleed into ESPN. Okay. And let me tell you something about Notre Dame in the next four years, they're going to win the national title at least twice. <laughs> Nothing happened. Wallace will win the Heisman Trophy at least twice. He Didn't will happen. be the greatest quarterback in the history of Notre Dame. That's what a lot of the coaches yep. fans believe. A very young uh, Chris Fowler, Chris. a very young Lee Corso still, and a very young Craig James. Oh, before he got found out as being a fraud. And, oh, yeah, it's, psychopath. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's no longer in sports at all. Yeah. A litigious psychopath. Anyway, 
Well, uh, good luck to the new morning show at the old place. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm busy. I'm doing great doing what I'm doing. By the way, did you hear, I'm, did you hear I'm 15 minutes of fame famous on ESPN for Aaron Jones and the fact that they found his necklace with his father's ashes in it at 1.45 I heard that story today driving home and I said, why is this a story? Because it's but, a good, it's a good human interest story that you know. Okay, he was, took his dad with him. Well, he scored four touchdowns, and his last touchdown, this necklace that has ashes in it, fell off his neck, and they couldn't find it. And it was like, oh. And he said after the game, he's like, well, if it if we never find it, then that's where he would want to be in the end zone of Lambeau Field. So it was like and a trainer oh. found it, right? A trainer found it at one forty-five, but he first broke the news to us on my show because he does a weekly paid appearance. And so since nobody else had heard from him since the overnight hours, it got picked up by everybody, including ESPN. So Laura, you are Laura, now ESPN Laura famous. Rut- Laura Rutledge said my name and said it correctly. Laura Ooh, Rutledge. Rutledge. Nice. 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 <laughs> so I had that gone for me, which is nice. <laughs> Oh, by the way, thank you for, oh, I have, yes. So I, I listened to your podcast. During work, during lunch, and I'm I'm not quoting you, but I'm paraphrasing Steve Zabin. Uh, the only Rooney is a dead Rooney or dead Mara, dead Mara, dead Mara. <laughs> I did not is say that. that. Wait, I what? said the only good Mara is a Mara who's in heaven, and the lawyers uh, said dumb, I'm not allowed dumb, to say that. How dumb was that? There are two great Mara sisters who are fine as wine. Oh. That's right. Meryl, yes, Rooney, thank you. Rooney Mara. But, but yeah, yes. And, and her sister. Kate Mara. Right. Yes. So okay. you, have, you have to go. And I have you to have amend to that. Yes, yes. Right. The only good Maras are those who are in heaven or those who are on D's nuts. And that's, <laughs> you can't say that either. <laughs> that that guy needs to be censored. Yes, whoever that guy is. Yes, I heard that. And I was like, is he crazy? I'm. Da- I, 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 Mary. I, I, I yeah. didn't. Th- I didn't think about that. I, I was just thinking okay. about. I was thinking about the asshole owners. Wellington Mara. Right, Wellington's yes. dad, and yes. born on third base with a whole drawer full of silver spoons shoved up his ass. John Mara. The, the, the family that has way too much influence in the league office because they're one building over in New York City. Fuck them. The same well, family that got the Redskins busted on the uncapped year because Mara said, well, the spirit of the rule of the uncapped year wasn't that you would bury dead money. It's like, I'm sorry. It's an uncapped fucking year. If I want to put dead bodies of bad contracts in it, then I'm going to do business. that. Right. And they docked us draft picks, fuckers, and took away – or we're not docked draft picks. I think they docked them a bunch of salary cap space. Yeah. I have no use for the Maras except for Kate and except for Rooney. There you a girl go. the Dragon Thank Tattoo, you. House of Cards. What else? Uh, Kate Mara. God, she's always – you ever see 10 years? No. With Channing Tatum. Uh Oh, what's the what's the God one who damn, was dating she's Co- cute Kate Mara? Corey, the one who was dating Cory Booker. Oh my God! Oh, uh, um, Hispanic. Oh my God, what's her name? Sorry, I'm looking oh. up. I'm looking up her stuff that she's done. Uh, she's done Time of Day, Chappaquiddick. 
She played Mary oh, Joe. Was, she played Mary Joe Kopechny in Chappaquiddick. Yes, that was that was a very good movie, by the way. I, I, I enjoyed that. Uh, she is in The Martian. Yes, she is. Uh, she was in Robot Chicken TV series. I guess as a voice actress, American Horror Story. Rosario Dawson is who I was thinking of, by the way. Iron Man Two. She's. I was going. She's scrolling. I love. Broke, she was in Brokeback Mountain. That's right. She played the did, wife. Did some CSI. Oh, she played the daughter. She played the daughter. She played the daughter. Yeah. Did some CSIs there. Was in Entourage. Oh, she was in 127 Hours, the story about the hiker in Arizona who got stranded, who got caught in a crevice and had to saw his own fucking leg off or arm off. I, remember I that? I remember that story, yes. <laughs> you don't want to see that. Uh, Fantastic Four, Man Down. Uh, don't see any movie called Ten. Sorry. Anyway, ten years, ten years, ten years. I, I, I digress. Let's get to yeah. the best story uh, available, and that is Walmart worker pulls a real life half baked by quitting over loudspeakers and telling her bosses to fuck themselves. Please tell me you have audio of this. Oh, of course. Why would there? Why would this be a story without the audio? Audio, I would love to audio, hear it. or it didn't happen. First of all, this one from the iconic movie Half-Baked. You probably know it by now. It's the guy quitting the burger joint. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Fuck you. I'm yeah, out. Waiting on that heifer, Julio. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here, 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 <laughs> that, no, that, that guy, by the way, another iconic Chappelle show. Remember the episode where they had the wrap it up box? No. And and they had he had a he had a box. It was called the wrap it up, like they do for awards. And he said we should have that in real life. And that guy's in a scene where he says he's in court, and the judge is uh, is sentencing him. And he goes, he he puts the wrap it up box up, and he goes, Judge, wrap that shit up. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Young man, you've been found guilty by a jury of tears. The crime you committed was very serious. And before I sentence you, I'd like to say a few he words about your arrest record. Yeah. What the hell? Yo, the sign is real simple, B. It says wrap it up. <laughs> wrap that shit up. I don't think that's a good idea. Man, you want some too? You better wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> so the box, the box yes. plays yes. sort of Hollywood award show music. Yes, yes. <laughs> Chappelle has it while he's having sex. Emery done a hotline on Sakina. Number one, why are you calling me up trying to confuse me? You know Spellman's in Atlanta too. Second of all, you know I'm vacillating here trying to. <laughs> With the wrap it up box, you've got that same power right in your head. <laughs> <laughs> I majored in sociology. I made a lot of friends and had a really good time. God damn, there's so much of Chappelle's show that I don't know. I thank you, Jay, for helping introduce me to that. One day I'm going to do a deep dive on YouTube and watch them all. Okay. There you go. Here is the nasty little piece of Walmart hourly employee with her red braided pigtails and her pierced nasal septum saying... F you, F you, you're cool. F you, I'm out. Takes a while to get up the courage here. 
Here we go. Here we go. Deep breath and go. Attention Walmart shoppers and associates. My name is Beth from Electronics. I've been working at Walmart for almost five years and I can say that everyone here is overworked and underpaid. The attendant policy is bullshit. We are treated <laughs> for management and customers poorly every day. Whenever we have a problem with it, we're told that we're replaceable. I'm tired of the constant gaslighting. This company treats their elderly associates like shit. To Jared, our store manager, you're a pervert. Greta and Kathy, shame on y'all for treating your associates the way you do. I hope you don't speak to your families the way you speak to us. Shout out to Kamonique, Patty, Shardell, and so many more. Walmart doesn't deserve y'all. Fuck manage it and fuck this job. I quit. <laughs> oh, even though she stole that from SNL, I still love it. She did? Yeah, SNL had a, a uh, run with Cecily Strong and Bobby Moynihan where they uh, would quit their jobs. It was one was at McDonald's and the other one was at Best Buy. And they pretty much did what she just did. She stole that, but she had the courage to do it. Now, I did notice as well that she, uh, by the way, Cecily Strong is very much oh, my type. I love Cecily Strong. Yeah. You have to change that one. No, and can't you see that no one needs you anymore or is you blind? Three blind bitches. Three blind bitches. See how they suck. See how they suck. One is a bitch with dirty hair, and one is a bitch who doesn't care. And one has bad skin. <laughs> Uh, yeah. By the way, they're using in this skit the actual Best Buy logo with the Geek Squad logo and the uniform. So I guess NBC pretty much wrote off any ad buys from Best Buy. They're like, fuck it. Or, or they wrote them a check. Here you go. Right. They're like, look, you're going to take one on the chin here, but it's for comedy. So just, you know, deal with it. Uh, by the way, this, this girl that quit, this Beth McGrath, she, of course, posted the quitting to social media. And I do notice looking at her ear, she's got a big hole in her earlobe where her ear disc goes. So she definitely likes the body mod kind of thing. And I don't know how hireable she'll be after this. Do you just going to, well, I will say where I work now, a lot of tattoos and piercings. I've noticed that. So, if you're in an industry that needs people, I think you'll you can they'll hire anybody. Oh, look at this. Forty nine minutes ago, Beth McGrath puts out on her Facebook page after putting serious thought into what some have said, I have decided to create a GoFundMe. Oh God. Thanks to all, as I'm not look asking for money, a lot of people are reaching out to help. So why are you creating a GoFundMe page then? First comment, fuck you and your GoFundMe. Learn a skill and stop begging, you loser. <laughs> love that. Whoever that is, love it. Thank you. Oh, my God. And, of course, she's got uh, she's got the cat filter on her photo. You know, social media has broken the fucking brains of our youth absolutely snapped it in two like a Bo Jackson bat after a strikeout snap. There, 
this was a great well i there's there's a person who you have no idea who it is but the local media in baltimore and let's just say the local the baseball media they have one person that everybody in the media hates and it's this blogger from australia that <laughs> okay. that he he indoctrinated himself in the Orioles culture. He even was interviewed by us. I had to call this fucker because I found the story and I was like, this is kind of cool. It was a story like when a puppy goes missing and finds its owners like three years later. It was like one of those, to me, that's one of those kind of stories. This guy ran with it and started saying that he was a Oriole beat writer and he would regularly get into fights with your girl, Brittany. Oh, Brittany Giroli. Yes. Wow. And so last week he put out a tweet that said he's a blogger, by the way, Zabe, with no affiliation to anything here. He said that he charges 50 to 100 dollars per podcast. I episode. saw that. Dan yes. Watson, I think, is, is Dan his name. Clark. Dan Clark. Dan Clark. Dan Clark. He is a fucker. <laughs> and people he it got so bad for him that he put when you have to put your your tweets your tweet private private. That means you really – so he flamed his whole pseudo – like Robert Flores went after him. Yeah, because – It was just – oh, it was and great. People were bringing up his freezing cold takes about baseball and how wrong he was about certain things and yes. mocking the fact he's like, I don't know why people think it's wrong of me to charge 50 to to $100 for a podcast appearance. It takes an hour for me to prepare – at That's least it. an yes. hour it lining yes. up the phone call and being on air. My time is valuable, and I figure that this is you know a standard practice or should be a standard practice. Other people are like, hey, Dick, you're just talking, and you should yeah. probably be able to riff without doing any extra preparation for somebody else's podcast. He would go on – like he would uh, pose himself that he worked for BAL for the flagship, and I made him take it down. I berated him for about a week. Wow. And he, I, you, come on, Dave. You know, I, I hold a grudge like Khomeini. You do. So, so yeah, something like that. I, I took great pleasure. He was, he is a total dick. Yes. All right. We got two and, big sports stories to get to. And then we've got fuck that guy. And we're already, okay. holy cow, 33 minutes of enjoyable banter into this. This we is take, what people do. When I know talk. this Sorry. is, this is perfect. I love this so far, but I got to take a brief interlude. For the hottest that Cecily Strong has ever looked on SNL, and that is oh, when she was something claws. Yeah, something backup claws. singer. Yes. Those something claws break. <laughs> Christmas coming up, man! I can't wait to play this song. But you know what I say? Everybody, everybody gets something. Gets something. <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't talking about no toys. I give cash, white envelopes filled with twenties, sometimes fifties. Hey, where am I getting this cash? Hey, man, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> Cecily Strong. Yes, so yes. She, she is strong. All right. Uh, that is an interlude. Ben Simmons says, I'm out in Philly. Basically, I guess he has leverage, but if I was Philly, I'd tell him, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I... I I would make him sit. Okay, Ben. We were good. You basically did nothing for three quarters of basketball, so I don't know why we need you, but Rich Paul is his agent, so he'll get what he wants. This a Woj bomb today saying he has told Sixers he will never play for them again. They have been trying to find a landing spot for him in a trade all summer long. 
Nobody is biting. It is astonishing to me that a guy who is so talented and athletic in so many ways cannot fucking shoot to save his life. How's that possible? If I see another workout video of him shooting at a LA fitness, I'm going to throw up. (laughs) Put in the work, man. (laughs) Yeah. On the opposite end of the spectrum, one of the all-time greatest pure shooters, who was also a sixer for a while, retired today. J.J. Redick. Now, I know your hatred for Duke and probably for Redick, but can we start by admitting he was one of the purest strokes the game has ever seen? There's no question. He he was, when he, if he got the ball, you always covered your eyes like Freddy Krueger was coming right. because like, Fuck. 60, 60% of the time, it went in every time. Quote. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it was it, he was such a weapon at Duke. And the other thing about him was he was so hated. He took the fucking brunt of fans' ire, including some over the top stuff at Maryland Jay during the yes. peak of the Gary K Duke I, and Maryland rivalry. Fuck JJ Reddick, or how did the chant go? I, Fuck, uh, you, fuck you, JJ. Yeah, fuck, fuck you, JJ. I, right. I might have said that at four or five <laughs> games. That, I know. In, in his four years there, I went to at least three games. I probably, you know, I did chant that, yes. That fuck said, you, JJ. <laughs> that was it, yes. That said, I learned today that his brief stay in Milwaukee was not good at all because he got traded there in a push to make like the seven seed for the Bucks one year. And he just was so not into being in Milwaukee and pretty much forced his way out. So they have no fond memories of him there. But J.J. Redick announcing his retirement. Care to guess what J.J. Redick made over 15 seasons in the association? Okay, uh, we're playing the Price is Right game. Uh, Final showdown. I will say J.J. Redick made $246 million. I wish I had the audio. It's on my machine, which comes into the same port on this roadcaster as my phone hookup. But uh, the answer is $115 million. Uh, I'm sorry, Jay. You you spectacularly overbid. Now to the best story sports-wise, and we'll wrap it up with fuck that guy. Have you seen the latest cheating scandal in Major League Baseball? No. Okay. This happened either this afternoon or it happened, I'm not sure if it was last night. Blue Jays, uh, Devil Rays, and there's a play at the plate. Kevin Kiermeyer slides into home plate, collides with catcher Alejandro Kirk, whose wristband falls out on the tag. What was on Kirk's wristband? Apparently, notes on how to approach Rays hitters. As a catcher, cheating. According to uh, according to the reports, uh, the Jays went to the Rays and said, "Hey, I understand you guys picked up our guy's note card. Can we have it back?" And apparently, the Rays laughed. Why? That's a that's not that's not cheating. Somebody replied. He didn't grab it. It fell out, and he picked it up. It's sounding like a crime was committed here. If the card's so valuable, they may want to take better care of it. Yeah, that's that's like leaving your playbook at a at a uh, hotel lobby 
the week of the Super Bowl, which somebody did, and I can't remember who that was. That's just that's just that's that's not cheating. Okay, is no it, scandal, no scandal here. Is it Bush League though? No, because that's what you do. That's what pitchers do before every series. They sit in the room and they talk with the pitching coach on how to, or they do it the day before on, on how to pitch every batter in the lineup. That's that's not cheating. Okay. And the, the, and he, that means he wasn't that bright to remember everything that they talked about. So he had to put it on an index card. <laughs> Isn't it pretty weak though? Of the Rays to go, nah, 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 we got it. Well, well, that part's, you know, that part's, you know, kind of bush, but. Okay. Yeah, not cheating. Okay. If you're not cheating, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. You ain't trying. That's right. Goddamn right. All right. When you get a chance, before we go to fuck that guy, check out the Russian Popeye who's in danger of dying if they don't successfully remove petroleum jelly inserts in his arms. Why can I just put up Russian Popeye and it just come? Oh, I see it. Yes. I might die if a Trump. Oh. <laughs> this oh, dumb gosh. fuck. This dumb fuck got arm implants made of petroleum jelly to make himself look like a human version of Popeye. Yeah. Yeah. It looks real. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, do you lift? <laughs> look at these. Look at these arms. What do you think? Of course I lift. Oh, before we go to FTG, yeah. speaking of the bro, do you lift? I, Kepka, yeah, and Bryson yeah. having dinner together. Allegedly. You don't believe that either? Okay. I think they had dinner in the same room with other people present. I don't think they were sitting kitty corner at a little table with a candle in the middle, hashing out their, you know, bro feud. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I think. They didn't hug it out and go. We'll put it. We'll put it away to this week. USA. They didn't do that. It's- right. Okay. Put it. Put your hand in the middle. Ready? USA right. on three. Yeah. One, two, One, three. Two, USA. Three. Right. right. Yeah. It was a great. Is Azing? I think. No, he's not the captain. No, Steve Stricker. Steve Stricker. Wisconsin's right. beloved son, Steve Stricker, nicest guy on the planet. Here we go. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, what do we got? So this is another uh, Reddit follower who's my FTG for the week. Uh, <laughs> two, two weeks ago when I told, I called them fuckers for always complaining, they kind of came after me. Not that I cared. But one, <laughs> oh, you threw a but, rock at the beehive. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. And then step back and watch. Right. But one guy... Uh, had to put in a dig and he goes by the way jay hall and oats is going to suck i saw them here in wisconsin and they suck it was one of the best concerts i've been to by the way hall and oats 71 and 72 years old so their voice is a little shot it's a reason but to this guy oh roland's underscore k-a-r-e-t <laughs> fuck you yeah well said my fuck that guy goes to the University of Maryland Board of Regents, who, Ooh, inex- who inexplicably decided earlier this week they were going to not open the parking lots for the football stadium prior to Friday night's epic blackout showdown with Big Ten Power Iowa. Until four in the afternoon. And people are like, that's too fucking late. Let people get there early. It's going to be the biggest crowd, biggest game 
There needs to be a huge festive environment there. What are you doing? And I have no idea why they said, no, we're not going to do this. But apparently, after a lot of people raised their voices, they've now said, yeah, the professors clear out. We got to close school early. We're going to open the lots at 2 o'clock. But to whoever thought that was a good idea, I'm sorry. You spent millions and millions of dollars to be a football power? Guess what? Act like a football power. Let the kids come and get fucking hammered. So to that guy, fuck him. All right, Jay, we're going to bounce out with a little something different here. It's the live bounce out of one of the greatest bands of all time. Earth, Wind, and Fire as we tape on the 21st of September. I and by the way, I said very quickly on social media. No, the only two bands that have crossed racial lines: Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Hall and Oates. And I, I, I will fight anyone who says I'm wrong on that. Okay. Do you remember 21st night of September? Love was changing the minds of pretenders. So good. You know this. The tempo of this song. It sits in the cut so tight, it's hard to even express. All right, Jay. The great Philip Bailey on falsetto. Badia, say do you remember? Badia. I'm looking at the lyrics right now. All right, Jay. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you, buddy. Bye bye now. Bye now. The great Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's it for me today. Thank you very much for listening. Subscribe so you get a full five days. Tomorrow, the van goes to the driveway of Scott Lynn for Zabe, Scott, and Solly. That will be behind the magical paywall. It's only five bucks a month. You help support the podcast, and I do appreciate each and every one of you subscribers more than you will know. Month to month or buy it a year at a time and get a discount. Doesn't matter to me. Cancel any time. I'm not going to keep your money. Rate and review as always. It helps the algorithmic overlords of the podcast world. Have a great Wednesday, everybody, and we will see you next time. Coming this Saturday, there will be blood. Head to mybookie.ag and get in on the UFC first blood promotion. When any fighter on the main card bleeds, you win. The second you see blood, cha-ching, you get paid. With this bet centered around five main card bouts, including two title bouts, you know the octagon won't stay dry for long, so take advantage of this opportunity to make some easy money with my bookie. Nick Diaz has bled in three of his last four fights. Robbie Lawler is a leaky faucet, so you know by the end of his five-round rematch, blood will be spilled. Head to my bookie now and use my promo code ZABE. Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo, and start off with a double deposit bonus. That's promo code ZABE to double your money so you can double your winnings with MyBookie. And that's not all. If you deposit now, you'll also get a free entry into MyBookie's $50,000 NFL Survivor Pool. That's a double deposit bonus, free money on the UFC, and a free shot at fifty grand. That's what I call a winning season. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.